Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. So one of my readers asked such a beautiful question and I wanted to expand on both her question and my reply. So she asked, uh, you know, in Isaiah seven fourteen, and then referenced again in Matthew 1, 23, it says, they shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. And so the question was, why do we call him Jesus if it was proclaimed by the angel of the Lord to be Emmanuel? So again, I love this question. So one of the things that is maybe one of my very favorite of all realizations in the last maybe 10 years of my life is that for a long time, I thought of God as sort of an either or God, that his name could either be Emmanuel or it could be Jesus. And instead, I think what's so beautiful is that I think God is more an and, 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 that he's so multifaceted and so beautiful that his nature and character are so infinite and beyond what we're able to grasp that it's not a matter of either or. It's that he's he's Emmanuel and he's Jesus. So his name means both God with us and God heals, God saves. But then we also see from the scriptures that there's the passage, that beautiful passage that says, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And so there is, again, more names. And I think it's interesting even that in the Lord's Prayer, when Jesus um, teaches his disciples to pray, he says, pray in this way, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And you know, it's interesting because he's calling God Father, or as the more spiritually um, trained know that it's the word Abba in Aramaic, which means more like a daddy. So it's a very intimate and dear, sweet term that even today when people go and visit Jerusalem, they can hear in certain areas the children running after their father saying, Abba, Abba. And uh, so that's beautiful that that's one of the names of God. But then also to say, hallowed be thy name, holy be thy name. May your name be exalted. May your name be magnified. And so, but then it's like, okay, well, what what is the name of God that we're supposed to be um, hallowing? And is it in Exodus 33? I think so, where Moses says, or asks God, what is your name? And God says, um, the Lord, the Lord gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And he goes on from there, you know, he will um, show mercy to thousands of generations that love him. He's not angry forever. Um, Oh, I'm sorry, I don't have it pulled up so I could just read the entire thing. But that's one of the names of God. And then, but there's additional names, you know, when you read... um, in the scriptures, there's at least, there's five, as I understand it, that were actually hyphenated, like Jehovah uh, Rapha, I think is one of them, uh, the God who heals, Jehovah Makedish, the God who sanctifies or cleanses, Jehovah Nisi, uh, the Lord, my banner. Um, uh, yeah, and then there's additional ones where um, it's not a hyphen, but it still uses the word Jehovah. Um So there's one, the Lord is my shepherd would be one of those. We know there's also the word El Shaddai, which 
as I understand it, that's a little bit controversial. We don't really know exactly what that means. One of the more shocking definitions that I came across just in the very recent past is that it might mean actually the many-breasted one, which seems so incredibly pagan. I mean, you think about so many of the um, fertility cults throughout history have had these um, goddesses with many breasts um, as a way of demonstrating, presumably, um, nurturing. And so the idea that God himself would be um, willing to show himself as this incredibly nurturing God, um, that's powerful. If that is offensive to you, then don't feel like you have to go there. There's additional possible meanings of El Shaddai. Um, I think a lot of the traditional translations would say Almighty, and that is that's totally fine. So please um, don't don't hold offense against that particular definition. If you find that beautiful, that's lovely. But um, yeah, don't hurt your conscience or anything by trying to force yourself into something. I think the uh, the scripture is so beautiful about whatsoever is not of faith is sin. And so we, we get to act according to what the Lord gives us faith for and, uh, and seek his truth in all things. So I hope that that's at least a little bit of an appetite wet her in the sense of, oh, you're wetting my appetite. I want more. Um, this amazing God that we serve who doesn't have just one simple name that there is um, even in his in his Godhead that there is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, as we see when Jesus was coming up out of the water being baptized that we have that that instant where all three of the parts of the Godhead were um, showing themselves, Jesus coming up out of the water, the Holy Spirit like a dove descending in the voice from heaven saying, "This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased so it, it's truly like beyond comprehension or certainly beyond easy comprehension. So thanks be to God. So Jesus, Father, Holy Spirit, we say thank you for the ways that you reveal yourself to us, that you are not a God who is either or, but that you are a God who is and, 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 that you are a God who is multifaceted and beautiful, that you're a God whose names are so magnificent that they are worthy of contemplating. They're worthy of speaking out and remembering and treasuring. And so thank you for the ways that you have revealed yourself to us, both in the pages of your word and to us individually. We worship and adore you in your precious name. Amen.